Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Friday the 13th of April, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Danielle Ole from the Capitol had an article about the Finance Committee and their reservations they have with Mayor Buckley's proposed tax increase and the $120 million budget that he gave to them on Monday evening. And this committee is comprised of Alderman Ross Arnett, Alderwoman Sheila Finlayson, and Alderman Mark Rodriguez. And some of the concerns they laid out were a $72,000 increase in salaries and benefits for administrative employees, the roughly $45,000 bump in salary for the city manager. Alderwoman Finlayson said that the number of employees in the mayor's office has set up a red flag. The fact that Buckley has hired a new Hispanic liaison, Adriana Lee, and an additional African-American liaison, Adetola Ajayi plus the addition of Max Huber, who is an artist and musician who is basically going to be coordinating the Annapolis Rising concert that that the mayor is looking to put on in September. The mayor has requested that the liaison positions be full-time, and according to Susan O'Brien, who told the Capitol, both of these communities are significantly important not only to the city of Annapolis, but Gavin personally. There is entirely too much work to be done in these communities for part-time employees. Alderman Arnett is known as the budget hawk, so he is probably the most critical of the three, and Rodriguez seems to be really laid back. He said he understands his colleagues' concerns, but he supports the mayor's hires as part of his new strategy and vision, and he told the Capitol, quote, I think it's his prerogative within responsible spending to bring on the people that help implement that vision. Seems to me like the mayor is going to have some hard time with this budget. I was talking to somebody out at dinner last night. He should have come through with some cuts before he quick went for the 13 cent, $9 million, whatever you want to phrase it, tax height to balance the budget. And of course, as I read that article in the Capitol, I couldn't help but look at some of the comments on the two articles that have been there about the budget. And boy, I think we can officially say that Mayor Gavin Buckley's honeymoon is over. Just listen to some of these. From someone that identifies as stop the spending now. Annapolis is getting exactly what it wanted. Enjoy your new taxes, suckers. Redskin72 says, ha, 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 ha. I said, just wait and see what you voted for, Annapolis. Trust me, this is just a small start. The good stuff is yet to come. Bill E. Goat said, so a guy who lived and ran a business in Annapolis for 25 years didn't realize that property tax adjustments were phased in over three years. He promised in writing and verbally not to raise property taxes. Now he says he has no recollection of saying so. It's not a good way to start an administration. Adam Schiff says taxpayers are, quote, significantly important to the city, and it's becoming obvious that there is no advocate for them in City Hall. Also on that significantly important note, Archie 43 said, So, 
African-American and Hispanic communities are, quote, significantly important to the city, unquote, but Caucasians and Asians are not. This does not sound like, quote, one Annapolis to me. And Archie 43 in another comment said, I hope everyone who voted for this mayor is happy. The guy is a joke. Ground was broken yesterday afternoon at the new Anne Arundel County Library on West Street. The old library is still standing, and it's very empty, and it's very depressing. But County Executive Shu, Mayor Buckley, Councilman Trumbauer, Speaker of the House of Delegates Michael Bush, the Chairman of the Board of Trustees for the Library, as well as the CEO of the Library and other politicians were on hand to put the shovels in the dirt and officially launch the reconstruction of the library. We have heard that the actual demolition of the building will not happen until early June because there is some permitting that needs to be done on that. While it is closed and it's expected to open sometime in late 2019, they have a new location. It's a temporary location in the Monarch Academy off of Gibraltar. And they will also be opening up a discovery location in the Westfield Annapolis Mall. If you want to learn a little bit more about the library itself or to hear what some of the speakers had to say yesterday, head on over to Ion Annapolis. There is a post that's pinned to the front page about that. It has some audio that you can listen to. And the Maryland Crabs podcast did a fantastic interview, if I say so myself, with Skip Ald. And boy, this library is just not something pretty much anybody that's listening to this probably remembers if you haven't been into a library in a long time. Hey, if you're heading down the ocean this summer, the Phillips Seafood House at 14101 Coastal Highway, 141st Street, is not going to be there next year. No siree. It is going to be called Bayside Cantina. And this is still a Phillips restaurant, but they've decided to close down the Crab House and make it into a Mexican restaurant serving, quote, tacos, tequila, and more. They posted on their Facebook page yesterday, We have some exciting news we've been dying to share. We'll be opening this season as Bayside Cantina, a new Mexican concept where fresh ingredients meet flavor-packed recipes. We've been busy in the kitchen perfecting the menu. Feast on tacos, fajitas, quesadillas, and burritos, plus rotating specials from our chefs. Relax and unwind with our specialty margaritas, mojitos, crushes, and sangria, plus Mexican beers and tequila. We hope to see you this season. We'll be opening on May 1st, on 141st Street. We remain owned and operated by the Phillips family and are excited to add Bayside Cantina to our family of concepts. And don't worry, you can still get your traditional Phillips seafood experience just seven miles south at Phillips Crab House on 21st Street, serving up our all-you-can-eat seafood buffet plus menu, dining, and carry-out. A crab house doing Mexican. What could possibly go wrong? That's about it for the news today. Because it is Friday, we do have the weekend rundown of our choices of things that you should be aware of. We have local weather from George Young from DMV Weather. And of course, we've got a few quick words from Sean O'Neill from RBC Wealth Management. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPA. 
This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, April 13th. So yesterday was sunny, warm, and breezy, as expected, and today will be very much the same, but with temperatures likely 5 to maybe 10 degrees warmer. And Saturday is still looking spectacular, with max sunshine and highs in the 70s, and probably even 80s for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, though we'll need to keep an eye out for continuing breezy conditions throughout the area. As for Sunday, it's still looking warm and fairly rainy, but we're continuing to hold out a little hope at least that the rain will potentially hold off until the p.m. hours, though that might be a little more wish-casting than forecasting at this point. And from there, showers may continue into Monday, and then we'll see temps cool off for a bit back into the 60s or even 50s for highs on Tuesday and Wednesday. But enjoy today and tomorrow, and let's see what Sunday brings about before we worry about next week at all. Okay, that's it for us today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to download our free weather app by searching your app store for DC MDVA Weather, and also follow us on Facebook or Twitter or on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. And as always, remember one thing. Whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hi, this is Randy. And Claudia Boldiga. Please join us and our presenting sponsor, RXNT, on Saturday, April 28th, on AAMC's South Campus for Denim and Diamonds Bash. Proceeds will benefit mental health and addiction services in our community. Now more than ever, we need to focus on this critical need. The Bash sold out last year, so don't delay and join us for this fabulous night under the stars. Can't make the party? You can still help by purchasing a raffle ticket. This year's raffle is a stunning four-piece amethyst jewelry collection donated by Cezanne Jewelers, valued at $5,000. Only 100 tickets will be sold for the raffle, so don't miss out. For event or raffle tickets, go to aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Thanks for your support of Anne Arundel Medical Center's efforts to improve the availability of mental health and addiction services throughout our community. Remember, it's not just a party. It's a party with a purpose. Need to make plans for the weekend? We got you covered. Here are our top picks. Be sure to visit ionanapolis.net to sign up for the events newsletter with a listing of all the upcoming area events. Thank God it's... It is the weekend again, and I'll tell you, my weekend is going to kick off at 1.30 p.m. at the Queen Anne's County Courthouse because I am fighting a damn speeding ticket I got on January 3rd, so wish me luck. But your weekend's probably not starting until tonight, and tonight, Friday the 13th, the Amish Outlaws are back again at Union Jack's. Tomorrow is the busy day of the weekend. You've got Sam Grow at Union Jacks. If you like country music, great act to see. You've got Navy Baseball at noon versus Lehigh. You've got the opening weekend for the Schooner Woodwind, which docks down there at the Annapolis Waterfront Hotel. They're sailing three times a day over the weekend. From 1 to 2, up at Homestead Gardens in Davidsonville, you've got a composting class. And this will be led by Barbara Pleasant, who literally wrote the book on composting. If you're into oldies, the hubcaps are going to be playing at the Byzantium Center. It costs $30 to get in, and it is a fundraiser for the sons and daughters of Little Italy. But the big event on Saturday is the croquet match, the famous Annapolis Cup 
St. John's Johnny's versus the United States Naval Academy Midshipmen. The gates open at 11 a.m., the bars open at noon, and the first match is at 1 p.m. Now, the event is sold out. You might be able to go onto Craigslist and see if there's some scalping ones there. But as you're running around town, expect to see plenty of Lily Pulitzer, bright colors, and just generally people that seem to look a little bit out of place. Croquet just explains it all. And also kicking off on Saturday, Baltimore's Light City Festival. This year, organizers say there are plenty of new events to enjoy, and it is gaining an international reputation. The downtown Inner Harbor area, as well as other neighborhoods of the city, will be completely transformed by light. According to the Director of Festivals for the Baltimore Office of Promotion of the Arts, there are 21 new installations this year that will go along with performances, food, and fun for the whole family. This year's theme is More Love, More Lights, and it is in its third year and in those three years, it has become the biggest in the world. The cost to attend the festival is free. It doesn't have any specific hours, but it's best when viewed in the dark. And that will run through the 21st of this month. So there you have it for the weekend. Make it a good one, be safe, and we will see you on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.